World Stroke Organization celebrates World Stroke Day on October 29 each year. The purpose is to bring global attention to the burden of stroke. In 2009, the inaugural World Stroke Day Gold Medal for Activities on the Day was appointed to the National Stroke Association of Sri Lanka. The International Journal of Stroke spoke to Dr. Padma Gunaratne, President of the National Stroke Association of Sri Lanka, about the importance of the award and the fight against the burden of stroke in Sri Lanka. Uh, Carmen, at the outset, uh, let me thank you and uh, Professor Jeffrey Donnan, the Chief Editor of IGS, for giving me this opportunity. Uh, I think I need to say that I got this opportunity because that we were awarded the World Stroke Day uh, Award. And I need to say that Sri Lanka embraces this Gold Winners Award uh, because uh, we got this award for hard work carried out by three major institutions in this country, the National Stroke Association of Sri Lanka, World Stroke Organization, the country office, Ministry of Health, and Ministry of Social Services and Social Welfare. So we join hands together to carry out all this work, and uh, I'm, uh, I think that, that uh, the award brought pride and strength to our association and gave courage to take up more activities to combat the problem of stroke in Sri Lanka. So uh, I need to thank again the working group of the, uh, the World Stroke Day activities uh, of the uh, uh, World Stroke Organization for awarding us with, uh, us with this prestigious award. Now, with regard to uh, burden of stroke in Sri Lanka, see if you think of the population of Sri Lanka, we have 19 million population. And in uh, our general figures, such as the literacy rate and the uh, indicators of health, such as infant mortality and the maternal mortality, are very much comparable to uh, any of the developed countries. And uh, just like in uh, the developed countries, we have an aging population. And uh, we have free health service uh, uh, that is supposed to be equitable for 85% of our population, and the private sector uh, would give the cover only for about 15% of our health service, and the majority of our people are not covered by uh, health insurances. It's important because uh, most of them, they depend on the government-sponsored free health service. Then, uh, now, if you get the uh, uh, health industry, the, I mean, uh, most of the figures we get uh, are from hospital statistics. Uh, hospital statistics, statistics are fairly accurate, but uh, generally we are short of uh, uh, community-based epidemiological data, mainly because that uh, uh, the, we are short of epidemiological research. And accordingly um, to our hospital, I mean, according to our hospital statistics, uh, stroke is the fourth leading cause. Now, but in Sri Lanka, the problem is that not all strokes are managed in government hospitals. Uh, some are managed by uh, uh, private practitioners, who and some others are managed by practitioners who practice uh, indigenous medicine. Even the patients who are admitted to hospital, now there's a problem. They uh, uh, generally uh, ha leave hospital or they are discharged prematurely, uh, mainly because 
these hospitals are a little overcrowded, and uh, also there's still the concept of uh, stroke units are not popular. And a majority, say 98% of stroke are managed in medical wards, uh, and uh, from medical wards, they leave early mainly to give way to other medical uh, problems. The uh, most of them, uh, once they are they are discharged, they uh, uh, look for the support of the uh, uh, practitioners who practice indigenous medicine. The uh, so the the figures uh, that are uh, from the uh, hospitals that practice indigenous medicine, and also the we know that uh, patients who die of complications of stroke mostly would die little late. So the, the patients who die uh, after leaving the hospital uh, also are not included for this hospital death. So because of that, I think that the hospital statistics are a real big uh, underestimate of the, uh, uh, the incidence of stroke in Sri Lanka. It's a misrepresentation, and if we get the real figures, it's very likely that uh, we, um, even the stroke is uh, either second or third cause of death, even in Sri Lanka. What That's are the existing problems faced when giving care to these patients? Now, the uh, problems, there are uh, problems are so much. The, uh, the key problem, of course, uh, regarding um, giving care to these stroke victims, Say, uh, now, if you think of, now, when we, give, uh, when we think of stroke care, we talk in terms of prevention as well as giving care to stroke victims. Now, the, there are so many professional bodies to address primary and secondary prevention of stroke. Uh, we all know that uh, the World Health Organization has prioritized uh, NCD, non-communicable diseases, and accordingly, even the Minister of Health in Sri Lanka has recognized NCD as a priority and uh, has taken several measures in the prevention aspect of uh, non-communicable diseases. They have developed a strategic plan for prevention and control of chronic non-communicable diseases. Now, there are so many other professional bodies, say, such as the Diabetes Association, Heart Association, Hypertension Association, Ceylon College of Physicians, and uh, the uh, Sri Lanka Medical Association. Uh, there's a lot of interest to address the uh, prevention, primary and secondary prevention of stroke. Uh, the, but now EB as National Stroke Association also have done a fair amount of uh, work uh, in the aspect of prevention of stroke. But for the, the problem of stroke or the problem of already affected, uh, is uh, not properly addressed. I mean, uh, uh, there aren't very many to take a lot of uh, uh, interest in giving, uh, in arranging, in organizing, in promoting uh, care for already affected stroke victims. Uh, now, I mean, having seen uh, what happened in developed countries, uh, it's difficult to accept the, uh, uh, I mean, my conscious doesn't allow to be satisfied with uh, what happened to stroke patients back at home. The, uh, the whole issue is uh, that, I mean, if, if you think of why we are not doing all right uh, with regard to stroke care, uh, I mean, it's a real big complex issue. 
the as i highlighted previously one main problem is that we do not have stroke units i mean stroke care is developed around stroke units now because stroke patients occupy beds in medical wards uh, they have to leave hospitals early and i find very difficult to tell you why they do not establish stroke units one reason is that because the medical wards are already overcrowded it's difficult to relocate or allocate separate beds from medical wards for stroke patients that's one important reason if we are to have stroke units they have to be built new and i mean building new uh, buildings is with uh, a difficult complex issue the the second reason is that for establishment of stroke units and for the interest for establishment of stroke units it it needs a real big change in the knowledge and attitudes of so many including the uh, health professionals as well as the administrators uh, i think uh, that uh, for that we need to have uh, maybe workshops conferences uh, and more and more activities to um, make people aware and uh, uh, make professionals uh, to change their attitude and another way is that uh, i mean i i, I think that would be uh, more uh, uh, practicable or applicable would be that uh, getting attention of the world health organization uh, to this problem and if who could emphasize that treating stroke is least expensive uh, when compared with other medical problems but it's most rewarding and if we could get who directives to establish at least a single stroke unit in every district uh, i strongly feel that's the way that it might work in establishing stroke units in these countries i mean this is an area that i would like the world stroke organization to pay attention because uh, i mean i personally know that most of the countries in this region uh, they are not uh, managing their patients in stroke units and the rehabilitation systems are not very well developed so i think it's an area that we all together should try to pay attention and uh, to try to rectify and to give more or better care for stroke victims in this region then uh, if i could talk with regard to other facilities for management of stroke uh, i mean we have been improving uh, to a great extent over the last few decades but we still are short of uh, ct machines to do ct scans on all stroke patients and also we are uh, short of skilled professionals we have only 25 neurologists for 19 million pop, uh, uh, population and uh, i mean that itself is hardly enough uh, and also we are short of other therapies so uh, we are i mean we have again been uh, improving the numbers are improving over last few uh, uh, years uh, but still we are short of physiotherapists occupational therapists and speech therapists then um, the facilities wise uh, we again um, have a problem of non availability of rehabilitation hospitals for rehabilitation of special patients deserving long term rehabilitation at the moment there is only one good rehabilitation hospital for the country and we need at least when uh, i mean we need at least one for each province uh, so uh, that's another area 
that we need to look into and to see whether we could improve. Uh, then uh, the, uh, when we consider the community, even the uh, community-based uh, uh, rehabilitation programs uh, also is not very well established. The CBR programs are mainly being carried out by the Ministry of Social Services and Social Welfare, and uh, the, the coordination between these two ministry, ministries, the Ministry of Healthcare and Ministry of Social Services and Social Welfare, are, uh, I mean, uh, are not that all right. So, in fact, uh, we liaise with these two ministries and brought them together during the organization of the activities for last World Stroke Day. Uh, so that's an, uh, another area that we need to look into and to see whether we could further improve uh, in giving care for stroke patients. So in general, we need a change in attitude, uh, which could be done with the uh, availability of more and more academic programs, and also uh, we uh, uh, need to improve the facilities for, uh, to give better stroke care for these patients. Thank you. What is Indigenous medicine and how does it differ from multidisciplinary stroke care and management? Sri Lanka is a country of uh, rich heritage. We have our own type of Indigenous system of medicine, which has been developed under government sponsorship. Uh, indigenous medicine has been in practice since time immemorial. Uh, to begin with, the practices were handed over from generation to generation, but now it's more organized and no more could be taken over from ancestors. Indigenous medicine is a combination of old medicine practiced in North India, South India, Arab, uh, and the traditional practices from Sri Lanka. Uh, I need to say that they do a yeoman service. Uh, if otherwise, I mean, uh, because that we do not have, uh, will organize rehabilitation centers or stroke units for these stroke patients, there's no other place for stroke patients. The, they use a lot of herbs in their treatment. They apply oil and they massage paralyzed limbs. Uh, in these hospitals, there are trained masseurs employed for massaging of the paralyzed limbs. Uh, they have nurses in these hospitals, but there are no physiotherapists, occupational therapists, or speech therapists, and there are no social workers. The, uh, I think I'm certain that properly taken masseurs treatment is likely to avoid contractors. Uh, so they do a service. Uh, my, the problems that I see with regard to their treatment is that their re rehabilitation system is not task-oriented. And um, as the patients, uh, and another problem is that as the patients join NARU in the hospital, we lose them for secondary prevention. What hinders public and professional access to information in Sri Lanka for best stroke management and action? As you know, uh, Sri Lanka was affected by war over the last three decades. There were travel adversaries imposed by so many governments, including from Australia. Now the terrorism is eliminated. And uh, as far as I could see, there's nothing much to hinder access for information. Uh, but there's a problem of availability. 
I think we should be able to hold more and more academic conferences, uh, workshops for healthcare professionals, and we should be able to make use of them to disseminate information. There's a problem of availability of CME activities, especially for doctors working in peripheries. And, um, but being a small country, it's not difficult for us to give information to public, especially if we have facilities, if we have placed the correct thing at the correct place. So for an instance, if I do provide a good service in the hospital, so if I do provide scanning for patients or strokes, if I do provide a decent form of rehabilitation in hospitals, it's not difficult for me to attract these patients to hospitals. So there's no, uh, as far as I could see, there isn't uh, anything to hinder the uh, uh, access for information. There are so many professional organizations, uh, but for stroke treatment, uh, other than the College of Physicians, Sri Lanka Medical Association, there are so many professional organizations to address prevention aspect of it. But for the rehabilitation and for stroke treatment, uh, and for even for other things, uh, there is a problem of availability of conferences, uh, the uh, academic activities for peripheral doctors. Uh, the uh, the uh, unless they learn uh, through the uh, internet. Can you outline the educational strategies and stroke activities? used on the World Stroke Day to inform the public of best stroke management and action? Now, actually, we carried out a series of activities, all highlighted symptoms, management, and prevention strategies. The, uh, about a week before uh, the World Stroke Day, we had a very well-organized media conference, which was uh, widely represented by more than 100 media personnel, and as a result, there were articles educating public on every aspect of stroke in many printed and electronic media bulletins. Uh, we also developed a document, National Stroke Strategy for Sri Lanka, and we presented that to Secretary of Ministry of Healthcare and Nutrition for implementation. There we highlighted uh, 10 important points uh, in that document. I mean, we mentioned that the public and professional awareness has to be improved, the uh, strategy, primary prevention strategy uh, should be improved by promoting healthier diet and uh, lifestyle, and then to promote correct handling of transient ischemic attack, improve facilities for neuroimaging for case diagnosis, promote establishment of stroke units, Establish rehabilitation hospitals, appoint social workers and counselors to hospitals to promote community-based rehabilitation, to promote use of recombinant RTPA for acute stroke, and to promote a research in stroke. So we uh, handed over this document to Ministry of Health for implementation, and then we developed a 20-minute video documentary depicting stroke symptoms risk factors and treatment strategies, and we got that telecasted at the peak hours in the national channel that covers island-wide on the World Stroke Day. Uh, we also developed hoardings 
to educate public on stroke prevention strategies in all three popular languages and displayed in crowded areas within city limits. And for professionals, uh, we did, uh, I think I told you that uh, uh, there are no social workers uh, appointed uh, or employed in the Ministry of Health. The social workers are employed in the Ministry of Social Services and Social Welfare. And even the counselors are employed by the Ministry of Social Services and Social Welfare. So there was no proper coordination between these two ministries for this long. So we initiated the coordination and to mark the World Stroke Day, we uh, got the Minister of Social Services to appoint three social workers and three counsellors to the hospitals to give uh, uh, care for stroke patients. Then uh, there are varying types of variety of social support available from the Minister of Social Services and Social Welfare for Disabled, but these are not uh, uh, properly known among the medical profession. So we managed to print a booklet giving all the information of the social support available from the Ministry of Social Services and Social Welfare. Uh, the name is the Social Services for Stroke Victims. And then we got this book printed and distributed among all the physicians in this island. And then um, we uh, 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 ceremonially distributed uh, the social support uh, for the disabled stroke patients and that was uh, telecasted, uh, it was a news item in the uh, uh, um, most of the TV channels. So that, that gave the publicity to say that there is this uh, provision of social support available, available, available from Minister of Social Services for stroke victims. Uh, so by that also we publicize the availability of social support. So those are the, some of the activities that we carried out. I understand there was a strong interest in your World Stroke Day celebrations and activities from your Ministry of Health. Could you outline what effect this had? So I, I know you were explaining that they appointed social workers and nurses. Will that be a permanent appointment? They are, they are the permanent appointments in the Ministry of Social Services. We just got them to see, we got them employed to see how they work. And actually, for last uh, few months, I have noted that they work fine. So by next first talk day, we need to see that we get more and more appointed to other hospitals. And what have you got planned for the coming World Stroke Day, October 29th, 2010? We have, uh, we have established the National Stroke Association in Sri Lanka in 2001. We have another uh, stroke day, the National Stroke Day. Uh, we had it in February up to now. We had been celebrating for this long. So even this February, we had a screening health camp for less privileged community to mark the National Stroke Day. Uh, by next first stroke day, Actually, my term as the president of the association will be over, but uh, that's not going to apart me from stroke or the association. Uh, in addition to usual activities that we plan every year, like the media conferences, uh, I will be trying my best to launch a book on facts on stroke for patients. And also, we have placed our bid for Asia-Pacific Stroke Conference in 2011, 
And then we need to get uh, more social workers and counselors organized for, to serve stroke patients. And then I told you that we are short of physiotherapists and occupational therapists. So that uh, I have implemented a program called Physical Rehabilitation for nurses and doctors. I mean, they, they are, uh, I uh, carry out workshops for nurses and doctors to educate them on physical rehabilitation techniques because I have got a feeling that their knowledge on physiotherapy, occupational therapy is not adequate because, I mean, uh, in this country, our culture is that the children give a lot of care for elders. So the, uh, when, uh, doc when patients are brought to doctors, if the doctors are with the knowledge, if the nurses are with the knowledge on physiotherapy and occupational therapy and so on, uh, it's easy for them to communicate the therapy techniques to the caregivers. The caregivers are mostly the family members, the children or the family members or closer relatives. Uh, so that I'm trying to educate the doctors and the nurses on this technique. So uh, those are some of our plans. And uh, the, I need to say that, uh, as you mentioned, uh, as you asked me previously, uh, I forgot to mention that uh, the, my staff in the stroke unit uh, were very much dedicated in uh, organizing a stage play for World Stroke Day. Uh, so that's another way to communicate public. Uh, so we might uh, plan for similar type of an activity in this uh, time as well. The, uh, if I could say that uh, the the uh, the other other the problem is that the others is uh, mostly uh, other the 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 we have free health service. I mean, uh, supposed to be equitable, uh, government-sponsored free health service for 90% of our population, and the uh, private sector covers uh, health of only about 15% of population only within city limits. Uh, majority are not with health insurances. You've just been listening to an International Journal of Stroke podcast interview with Dr. Padma Gunaratne, President of the National Stroke Association of Sri Lanka. For more information on World Stroke Day, please visit the World Stroke Organization website at www.world-stroke.org. The International Journal of Stroke is the flagship publication for the World Stroke Organization. Please consider becoming a member of the World Stroke Organization. Go online to www.worldstroke.com.